Welcome back to the Access Potential podcast. You're here with John Marsh, and I hope you've had a great week so far. It's been a busy couple of weeks on our end. One thing in particular I should mention is the new book is available, all in the definitive map for turning pro as a coach or creative business owner. Now, I haven't even mentioned this book on the podcast, and I realized this a couple of days ago, mostly because I was writing it when the podcast was on a short break. Now, that's all done, the book's finished, and it's available online. It's here. So if you're a coach, movement coach, health coach, life coach, trainer, or you're moreover on the creative business side, brand, design, and you're new or early in your journey, this book can really help. Basically, we go on a quest through five different lands. In each land, we learn the key skills that you really need to think about and implement in your business to grow it over the long term. So it's going to make things a lot easier. Now, the book's available online. Go to allinbooks.link if you want a copy. There is no ebook, there is no PDF, there's no, uh, what are they called? Audio book, there's no Kindle. It's all physical books uh, created in Australia, printed in Australia, distributed globally for free. So I'll send this out worldwide. We can send it. Allinbooks.link if you want to check it out. So When the books came, this brings us to the topic of today's episode, which is world building and introduction. When the books came, I looked at these boxes and I was thinking about how we approach small business and how it's very different to how a lot of other business coaches approach small business. And I thought I'd talk a little bit about that today, specifically on this topic of world building, what it is, and This way, you'll have a clear understanding of how we do things and how that's very different to others. And also, you'll be able to take away some of this stuff and look at your business through the lens of world building a little bit and start to see some ways you could tweak things and how it can be a lot more fun, a lot more engaging and more profitable as well. All right, so quick... uh, story. The other day I was on a call with some coaches who were collaborating on an app and they wanted to serve a global audience. So they've got a a pretty small following, but the idea was to do a low price point fitness and mindset kind of app and help people worldwide and, you know, have them sign up. But basically, you know, as you can imagine, you're going up against all of the other global fitness apps like the Chris Hemsworths, you know, there's hundreds of them. And so you end up competing on price. So what we did is we talked about their backstory, their history, their strengths and nuances, also who they want to serve, how they help people specifically, how those people feel uh, through the work that these people do. And we came to this conversation, which was, look, you know, maybe there's an opportunity to create an online offering that's more specific to your journey, who you are, how you help people in a unique way. And we can price it higher because it's a lot more clearly defined and the offer is a lot more specific to this particular group. 
And there needs to be more work, of course, but you could feel a breath of air come in because they were realizing that they don't need to compete on price with everyone else. Now, this leads into this topic of world building. One more bit of context. These coaches had worked with another business coach for quite a while. And before I go further, I'm not hating on other business coaches. There's, there's so many different ways of doing business strategy, business coaching, this kind of stuff, especially now that, you know, each to their own, people have different views. Uh, my views, are they the same? No, not at all, especially in this situation. Are they sometimes the same? Yeah, sometimes they're similar. But it, regardless, uh, there's no, I guess, bad blood, if you will, or bad taste or anything like that. It's just what it is. So what they were doing with the other business coach is they were doing these giveaways and basically the way the giveaway works is you go, all right, I'm going to build a Facebook group. Maybe let's say you're a coach and you do health coaching. I'm going to do a Facebook group and I'm going to give away inside this Facebook group every month a prize like a, I don't know, a voucher for a sauna or a watch or a pair of running shoes, whatever. And... I'm going to run some ads to get this giveaway offer in front of people. And then I'm going to let them come into the group. And then once a month, I'm going to give this thing away to one person in the group. And when they join the group, of course, you get the email address. So they're technically, you know, kind of a lead. And getting leads at some point in your business is very important. Leads, you know, are interested in what you've got. And some of them might work with you. Now, what happened was they had thousands of these leads come into this group and yet the business wasn't growing, all right? So the question is, is it not growing because they can't do sales and they don't know how to enroll into the business? Possibly, right? Or the people who came into the group were interested in the giveaway and the free stuff but not actually solving the problem and not actually ever engaging in the business, right? And so we get uh, what are called opportunists. This happened to me in our first business in a retail store. We ran a discount promo. The first and only time I'll ever do it. And effectively, you end up with a lot of opportunists who are seeking the opportunity versus what I call investors, now, I'm an investor in my health if I'm willing to do the work over time. I'm an opportunist in my health if I'm looking for a quick diet shake or something like that. Typically, you want investors. You want people who want to show up to do the work because then they'll get results in your domain, which is great for you, right? So anyway, they had all these opportunists and no sales. And so this takes us to this question or this area of world building and we'll tie this back around the when you go to a like think of the last movie you went to I don't know it could be for me the last one was June the 2021 version of June I hadn't been to a movie in months and months maybe even years before that uh, for a bunch of reasons but anyway I saw June or you could think of a Netflix show you're watching could be Breaking Bad could be 
Grey's Anatomy, could be Seinfeld, could be Narcos, whatever. Now, the reason why you go back to that episode, that show, is because you have an emotional response when you watch it. You have an emotional response when you watch it because the characters and the story make you feel a certain way. They do this because you have an, a, a relationship with the character, right? So this is why at the end of the movie, the you know, the hero dies or something, people cry, they get sad, they get, you know, these there's emotion that comes through. It's because from the neurological level, they they've actually like got a relationship with these characters, right? Of course, the character in the movie doesn't have a relationship with you, but the other way around certainly exists. So we get these relationships with the characters and it evokes an emotion. This keeps us coming back. We want to see how the story unfolds and so on and so forth. You end up binge watching whatever and before you know it, you've done two seasons of a show. Cool. All right. So here's the thing. The, the main difference that we have when we look at small business is we relentlessly humanize the business. So this means if it's sales or marketing or delivery, every single step, we're trying to humanize the business. This is a strategy. This is a way of thinking, right? So it could be how you set up a sales call. It could be whatever. When you can humanize the business, you see a result in the business, right? It could be just the delivery. When you can bring more of yourself, more humanity to the relation, to the engagement, to the business, it's a good thing for business, right? So it's not the only strategy, but it is an underlying thread throughout everything that we kind of do. And it means that you end up avoiding a lot of the tactics and stuff like this because a lot of that stuff dehumanizes business in order to try to get a short-term financial gain. So this flips us over to this long-term thinking. All right, cool. So the reason why the movie stuff and the Netflix stuff is important is because when you think about it, this is how we engage in the entire world, right? Including businesses. It's not just Netflix. It's our relationships. It's the businesses we go to. We do all of these things because of how it makes us feel, the relationship we have with the characters, our ability to increase or decrease status within those relationships. So if this is happening in our business, which it is, you know, now it opens up the door to this idea of world building. When you have a business like, I don't know, let's say you're a Let's say you're, you know, you you do car tire repairs and replacements. Last year I got some tires replaced. All right, so I go in to get my tires done and the guy's like, yep, that'll be, you know, whatever, 800 bucks or something. I repair the tires and he offers me something like some sort of a membership to get ongoing support or call outs if I need to, something like that, or a discount on my next thing. What he's done is he's invited me to go deeper into the world of his tire business, right? I can sign up for emails. I can have this high level of status as being a member, which is good for me as like a, you know, responsible husband, 
because now this is taken care of, right? So basically what he could do there is build a world with levels, right? Some people call this gamification. It's much, much bigger than that, way bigger. It's like brand, but five-dimensional instead of just 3D. So back to this question of getting all of these leads for the uh, free gift. If the gift that you're giving away has nothing to do with your world on an intimate level, what you're really doing when you do this kind of stuff, this tactics to get leads, is your anti-world building. You're putting an arbitrary gift in there which has nothing to do with the world you're building as a business. There's no immersion. There's no relationship to the gift. It's not even a specific type of magic that you use in the world, right? So you can see very quickly we have a difference. There's a difference in tactic versus this this idea of humanizing business, of world building, uh, of strategy. So if you follow the thread of the world building stuff, basically, you know, and a lot of this came from, uh, this isn't a new thing. If someone's listening and you're like a game designer or a fiction novelist, uh, any of these things, you know, I apologize for my shortcomings in the way that I talk about world building. You're going to know it on a much deeper level. It's just the business application of it. But great example of this is we talked about Dune. There's a whole book on the world building side of Dune. Um, all of these movies are very rich in world building, Avatar, these kinds of things. But uh, a great example is in the comic book world, specifically X-Men. So back in the 70s, uh, a guy named Chris Claremont came into X-Men and he started to revamp this dying comic like X-Men was dead. He came in, I think it was 19 at the time in 1970 or 1969. And they were like, do you want this project? And he was like, yep. And he came in and he started to build the characters. He started to build relationships. He started to sh show their strengths and weaknesses. He started to create a story arc that spanned multiple issues of the comic. He, you know, gave nuance. He built, he built up all these female characters to be incredibly powerful, which was a first at the time. Basically, Chris Claremont single-handedly allowed the readers to build relationships with the characters. People started buying the comics to see what was going to happen next. That was new, right? We look at that as normal now because of the way it's infiltrated into Game of Thrones and all this stuff. But it was brand new back then. And so this world building thing's been around for a long time. Uh, we can learn from all of these other areas. Uh, Gary Gygax's Dungeons and Dragons, um, Hollywood, we can look at all these different domains. But it applies exactly the same to your business. So on one side, we create an offer to solve the particular problem that the people you seek to serve have. You know, your audience wants to go somewhere, they got a problem, they can't get there. They're frustrated. You have an offer that solves the problem. Cool. On the other side, we're building an engaging, immersive world over time that wraps your whole business. Every time you send an email, every time you do a social media post, every time you do anything, the purpose is to, yes, maybe give some value, but specifically make sure that you're, 
you're adding to the narrative, adding to the world that you're creating. And so this informs other bigger projects, books, podcasts, things that you might do. Uh, It makes your business experience very fun and engaging for the people you want to serve who can continue to learn your magic, learn the skills, get more, you know, x-ray vision, so to speak. But it also, and this is the most important part of everything, makes it engaging for you. So now you're lit up about the business that you're creating because you could fall in love with the story and the world that you're building. Okay? Very, very different from just doing an online offer as a coach. Okay? Yes, there still will be an offer. Yes, there's still a service provider. Yes, you're still doing you know, a brand service or delivering something. But you're also creating an immersive world experience. All right, so just to wrap up, and I said we'd keep this short, so we will. Inside of this world building stuff, we look at a bunch of different specific areas. I'm not going to go into all of them, but effectively uh, you have the type of player who's coming into your world. You know, they can be sort of a fantasy story player. They can be a... um, an action social player, they can be a mastery strategy player. And then you get to look at the types of characters. So this is you, your team, your staff. Uh, You know, who are the characters in this story and what are they about? And you get to define the characters. So right now in Creator Club, one of the modules that we're doing is called Magnetic Communication. So how can you communicate more magnetically, more powerfully online and offline space uh, with the people you want to serve? This is very much linked into character building and character design. So it's kind of like personal brand on steroids. You build your character. Then you have other things. You've got the magic. You know, these are the, the skill sets and power and tools that you use to create the change in your business. Uh, and you can teach people about this through your content, through your emails. You've got the hierarchy and, and the social structure, the um, the way the society is set up in your world. You've got the history of your world. This is the backstory. So you have these all of these different tools to dive into to flesh out what you're creating. And this is a this is one of the key differences. It's part of humanizing your business. It's part of creating empathy for the people you want to help, realizing that they see your business just like you see another business, just like we see a relationship, just like we see a movie. It's about the emotion that it evokes as well as solving the problem. When we get this, then we can really have some fun with building your business because we basically get to come at it like an architect Uh, with a higher level of awareness, a higher level of consciousness and kind of move past all of the fear and all the rest of it and build things uh, on purpose and create a world on purpose. So that's it for today. Quick backstory or, or introduction to world building, a behemoth of a topic, but you can start to see why it's so important Uh, and how it's so key 
as part of you know this movement to humanize your business going forward we're out of the information age well as tony robbins said you know it's not the information age it's the entertainment age uh, i believe it's you know what i call the immersion age or the immersive age we're basically going into these worlds of that we're immersed in that we want to level up in progress in get to know intimately and this creates our experience of life and we're looking for really cool people to do that with all right that's it for today thanks for listening if this was helpful send it along share it on your social media and all that stuff and if you want to check out the book, head over to allinbooks.link and you can grab your copy there. We'll see you in the next episode.